Does planning a menu for your next gathering have you stumped? Let's talk about the five questions to ask to ensure that your next menu is a success. Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 36th episode of the Happy Hostess podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the five most important questions to ask when you're planning a menu for your guest. But before we get into all that, let me tell you about last week. Several friends of mine from Lydia Menzies Supper Club came in town last weekend. It all started because Mary Alice of Mary Alice Home was coming to Kentucky. And the next thing you knew, we had planned a fun couple of days of collaborating, a brunch, all in the bluegrass in Versailles, Kentucky at the Storybook Inn, which is right outside of Lexington. We used this as an excuse to get all the local supper club members together. So Susan Brown from For Pete's Sake Pottery, Lauren Jacobs from The Cheerful Baker, M.K. Hennigan, from In the Curious Kitchen, Mary Lee Howard from A Southern Life, and we met a new friend, Chris, from Therapy on Main in Midway, Kentucky, and even Lydia Menzies drove in from Georgia to be with us. You might recognize some of these names as previous guests on the podcast, but I'll link those episodes in the show notes just in case you missed them. Since we wanted to plan a brunch, of course, that means we needed to plan the menu, There are so many choices for food and making that menu can be overwhelming. So I wanted to give you five questions that really help to ask to guide you through the thought process. These questions will help you narrow down your choices and most importantly, make sure it will be a menu that your guests will enjoy. I thought it would be helpful to use the menu planning process of the brunch as an example while we talk about those five questions. Number one, you need to ask your guests if there are any dietary restrictions or allergies that you need to know about. The brunch only had eight guests and there was a shellfish allergy, almond allergy, and a gluten intolerance. So that goes to show you that it's very prevalent issue today and it's likely going to affect your decision-making process and what you choose to have to eat. Don't be afraid to ask your guests about further questions if they do have an allergy. It's good to have too much information rather than not enough and risk making your guests sick. For example, one guest could be near shellfish, but not actually eat it. That information is very good to know. And it's so important to remember that there are so many allergies and restrictions that not every single dish needs to be accessible to every single person. You want to make sure that each guest has enough dishes available to them at each course. For example, if one person has a dairy intolerance, if you have several side dishes and only one of them has dairy in it, that person would have plenty to choose from and eat as a side dish, even though one of them does have dairy in it. You could just discreetly let your guests know not to eat that particular side dish. But if you have a nut allergy and you only have one 
dessert to choose from, then you want to make sure that dessert is nut-free because there aren't any other available options for them. So in the situation of my brunch, I'm the one with the gluten intolerance, so shellfish and almonds were my main restrictions. I chose just not to have any dishes with those ingredients. Question number two, you want to ask yourself, are you having a theme? Or if not a theme, maybe what is the season? This can help you really narrow down the ideas of what all the possibilities there are out there to eat. So that in case of the brunch, we did have a theme and it was brunch in the bluegrass. So it was basically a Kentucky theme. So I brainstormed dishes that I think of when it comes to Kentucky. I started writing down all the dishes like country ham, derby pie, garlic cheese grits, hot browns, and hot browns really aren't a brunch food. So it made me start thinking maybe there's a quiche with those flavors. And sure enough, I had found several recipes online for a hot brown quiche. So this helped me narrow down that at this point, I was fairly certain I wanted to have country ham, a hot brown quiche, and garlic cheese grits. This gives me a really good starting point. Then that leads me to question number three. Are there a variety of flavors and textures? The three menu items that I'd chosen so far, I need to round out some other items to make sure there's a good balance of food groups and flavors. I needed to add a bread of some sort, and biscuits was an obvious choice. And if I'm having biscuits, I needed some condiments. So I immediately thought of MK's jellies and herb and mustard. That would add some sweet and sour to the menu. I'll link those condiments in the show notes also. All of these foods are fairly rich. So I needed something lighter, like a salad. Since it is summer, a spinach strawberry salad with balsamic vinaigrette came to mind. The salad has some candied pecans, so it even added a little crunch to the menu. I decided to add a little bit more protein, so sausage pops and deviled eggs were added to the menu. Question number four, how many of these dishes need last-minute preparation or are time-intensive? Do they need to be in the oven at the last minute? Do you have two different dishes requiring two different temperatures for cooking right up until they are served, but you only have one oven? Do you have several complicated dishes that require a lot of preparation time? If the answer is yes to any of these questions, it's time to avoid potential problems and reevaluate the menu. Maybe substitute a dish here or there, or just figure out a different solution. There's no reason to wear yourself out making four different time-intensive dishes for one meal or trying to fuss with several dishes that require last-minute preparation. You're there to be with your guests and have fun, not to feel like your hair is on fire or that there's too much to do at the last minute. Number five, the last question is, what can I do to make this menu easier on myself? What can I do in advance? Start thinking about your timeline for prep and when things need to go in the oven, etc. I'm a big believer in choosing dishes that can be made in advance when it comes to entertaining. Just to take the pressure off, it makes it so much easier. So I looked at my list from the beginning to end. Country ham and biscuits. Country ham is low prep. Biscuits don't take too long to make, but I didn't feel like making a mess the morning of the brunch with flour everywhere. So Lauren Jacobs volunteered to pick up some biscuits from Spark, a bakery right down the road from the inn. Next, garlic cheese grits can totally be prepared in advance. They even freeze beautifully. 
but I usually make them a day or two in advance. They just need to be heated up in the oven and served. A quiche can be made earlier in the day if necessary and reheated right before it's served. So to make it easier on myself, I opted for a pre-made refrigerated pie crust instead of making it from scratch to save an hour and a half of extra prep. Then I did most of the prep work for the quiche, like chopping turkey, green onions, cooking the bacon, chopping, and making the egg custard the day before so that most of what I needed to do for the morning of the brunch was assemble and bake it. A salad is easy prep. Again, you want to do any prep work possible ahead of time. So I purchased pre-washed spinach, washed and cut the strawberries, and sliced the onions ahead of time. And the balsamic vinaigrette was ready to go. So only assembly was required. The sausage pops were easy prep and can be made in advance except for the cooking. And yes, they can even be reheated at the last minute if you want. For the deviled eggs, they should be made in advance. But sometimes I have trouble removing the shells from the hard-boiled eggs. And I was not interested in getting frustrated with that. So I ordered them from the fresh market. The last thing I needed was to decide what was for dessert. Since so many desserts are time-intensive, I pretty much knew I wanted to order something from a bakery. Once I scouted out what options were available that were nut-free to make sure that I wasn't in danger of any almonds, I chose the bakery's white chocolate strawberry cake because it was beautiful and it fit a summer brunch theme. Once you have your menu set, here's a fun tip. You can print a menu for your table setting or serving table. You can certainly do this yourself, but this brunch, we were blessed by Melinda McElroy of Billet Du Couture Stationery and Invitations to create a beautiful crest just for this occasion and used it to create gorgeous menu cards, printed paper placemats, menu cards, place cards, an idea book, and even stickers to use. You'll have to check out my Instagram to see how incredible the crest was and how beautiful her products made our brunch. I cannot recommend her enough. I'll list her links in the show notes. So to recap, the five questions to ask while planning your menu are one, do your guests have any dietary restrictions? Two, is there a theme or what season is it? Three, Do you have a good mix of foods, flavors, and textures? Four, how many of the dishes are time-intensive or need a lot of last-minute preparation? And five, what can I do to make this menu easier on myself? In other words, what can you farm out or prep in advance to reduce the stress load? Remember, hosting is fun and take the time to think about these things ahead of time because it allows you to be prepared and relaxed while enjoying your friends and loved ones. That makes for a happy hostess. Until next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.